0: This episode of Horror Movie Talk is brought to you by non-denominational spirituality. Do you like the condescension and performative social media posts, but not the time commitment or theological consistency of organized religion? Then you might want to explore non-denominational spirituality. At least you're not like those godless secular humanists. Non-denominational spirituality. I'm spiritual, but not religious.
1: This is backcountry. Hey, this guy was a real oh, jerk. How long can Hugo be pregnant? Chop, chop, chop,
0: a chop. Oh, you're such a dick, David. Okay, everybody, put on your corpse handling gloves. Hoodie Picasso. Horror. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Pew, pew 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 pew. I'm Bryce Hansen, the elder statesman of HMT, and with me this week are two whippersnappers, Max and Sydney hello that's right folks hello yep hey quiet down when i'm talking all right (laughs) you told me to cut you off more we're (laughs) (laughs) we're back and currently auditioning new co-hosts you might be wondering hey why are you doing another episode with max and sydney before (laughs) you get through all the other co-hosts the answer is i do what i want shut Mm -hmm. up um the most important thing is we're back to our roots and reviewing get this horror movies so new theatrical releases always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible note the pronunciation um (laughs) please make sure you rate review and subscribe on itunes full video available on youtube don't be a square be sure to share also check out patreon.com slash horror movie the equivalent of the adult section in your video rental store if you want to add your pee to the community pool go to horrormovietalk.com or call 682-253-4468 and leave us a voicemail. I just posted the voicemail episode with David last night um and got some some good reactions to it. Did you guys listen? Oh yeah. To that one at all? I, I so didn't yet. It I again. am
2: so sorry. Um but I will
0: I I forgot well it's only it's been less than twenty four hours. Uh okay. but uh I forgot at how funny Robert the Farter was. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Dude the way that call ended had me in tears. It was so oh, funny. Oh
0: so good. It was very touching. Was. A lot of people, you know, were very com- very confused uh from the original announcement and my fatalism and thought that horror movie would never be back. But we're back, baby. We need an hey, you specifically on said
2: hiatus, so
0: I did say hiatus. But uh, you know, you know, without David, w- is life worth living anymore? <laughs> that is the question, Bryce. Um, you're not
1: allowed to make those jokes. <laughs> We're too worried about you. I we need know. an update on Robert the Farter, though. I'm I'm worried about him actually. I the hope cliffhanger you, was quite dramatic.
0: Yeah, I hope he calls in soon. um. We'll see. I don't know. I could probably check whether he's called in, but uh, now he knows that we're still here. Um, but regardless of Robert the Farter's um, life or death, we've got a great show today. We'll be reviewing The Exorcist, Believer. Woo. We'll start out by giving a brief review on our score, score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. After we give our score, we'll take a deep dive into spoilers and tell you what we liked and hated about the film. Later on, I've got a new game, which to be honest, I think Max is going to have an edge on. It's called Demon or Utah Names. Oh, yeah. So Did you, you, you just to...
2: make that to cater to him or what? Like, what? Uh, I don't want to say
1: that <laughs> I have. I only live but in Utah favorites. for like 15 years. Time.
2: <laughs> well, I've never been there, so that's not fair. It's not fair uh,
0: we we mentioned it in the past, uh, way like a couple of years ago, like how weird some Utah names are. I remember and that. I think I think it's I think it's going to be a good game. It's it's going to be pretty hard, even for Max. I think. are
1: they weird or are they sacred? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not secret; they're sacred. <laughs> um. So let's get into this episode. The Exorcist Believer can be found on Peacock and also rented or bought at places. I think it's going on sale on DVD on the 18th. So just in time for the Christmas season. So you can buy a mediocre horror movie for the special person in your life. Um, The Exorcist Believer is a direct sequel to the original 1973 The Exorcist. In this film we get Not one, but two. That's right, two possessions for the price of one. When two teenage girls go out into the woods to perform a séance, they disappear and reappear days later, acting strange. Their parents struggle to find out why. What the reason? It's possession. It's they're (laughs) possessed. Um, the father of one of the girls played by Leslie Odom Jr. M- must recruit an Ocean's Eleven type ragtag group of exorcists and Chris McNeil reprised by Ellen Burstyn, who I can only assume had an important boat she wanted to buy. Um, well. <laughs> Uh, NBC Universal shelled out four hundred million on the rights to the Exorcist IP, Whoa. and entrusted David Gordon Green to work his soft reboot magic that he showed with the Halloween franchise. That's crazy! No, no yeah. don't
1: do it. They've committed
0: <laughs> to producing two more of these Exorcist films. After watching this one, I'm not a believer.
2: Yeah, uh, stop
0: mm. giving that man IP. What the hell? <laughs> you know. I mean, Halloween is not sacred to me, so I didn't really care. Like, to be honest, like, is it really that bad that he... Are are those remakes really that bad compared to, like, Halloween?
2: Well, we know how you feel about Halloween, the Halloween franchise, so that's totally different. Yeah, to
0: me, yeah, The Exorcist is sacred. It's my favorite horror movie, and so I'm a little biased on this one. Not to say that there's not plenty of horrible sequels and prequels to the franchise. Um, This film fails to recapture the humanity, darkness, and complexity of the original, much like most of those sequels and prequels. Uh, You could point to the fact that all the the sequels keep giving these movies to mediocre or hack directors like rennie harlan but even john borman fucked up the exorcist too and he directed deliverance yep um (laughs) also since the exorcist was released it seems like there's rarely a year that goes by that there isn't an exorcism themed horror movie in theaters it's a tired trope at this point As a result, The Exorcist Believer comes off as another generic possession movie going through the motions while skipping all the boring parts like relationships or character (laughs) development or mystery. Um, A lot of eyes have rolled over some of the messaging in the movie about being woke. Uh, Ellen Burson's line about not being part of the damn patriarchy and being <clears throat> excluded from the original exorcism comes off, comes off as heavy handed and completely detached from the story of the original film um, I think Chris McNeil's character is the greatest casualty of this film uh, however I think the root problem is that um, in trying to make exorcism more inclusive and exploring the universality of evil it comes off as wishy washy and non-committal um much like you know non non denomination spirituality
1: the <laughs> so one place we needed more diversity exorcisms
0: yeah i like, mean mm-hmm. i i grew up you know you know devout mormon for many years um Really? I had but no even idea. I, <laughs> <laughs> even i after watching the exorcist films would be like i mean bringing a fucking priest right i mean Mm -hmm. i'm you you gotta be a fan it's like uh you know when uh you're watching the 90s uh nba championship like of course the blazers aren't gonna be playing but you might as well just cheer for the bulls because they're going to win so you know it's (laughs) like if you're gonna have an exorcism like you want to see the catholic priest Right. But I'm excited
2: was... to talk about that aspect of it, though, because <laughs> I was a
1: little disappointed that there was no LDS missionaries in the right? in the ring,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, Did I'm you sorry that a... I
2: grew up Catholic. Like I, I'm being outnumbered right now. I mean, you,
0: you've got us <laughs> on this one. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, this is your
1: movie.
2: Yeah, I, I performed a lot of, I oversaw a lot of exorcisms in mm-hmm. uh, Catholic school, so that was like a core part of our curriculum so yeah yeah. it's like exorcism
0: 101 (laughs) yeah Um. uh, Max did you ever perform an exorcism on your mission I was
1: asked to and then I went to the house and it was so disgusting and dark in there I was like open the blinds and clean your house and then you'll feel fine (laughs) because there's nothing wrong except for it's disgusting in here so (laughs) do
0: that and then you'll feel okay you know, not a ba- not bad advice, <laughs> to be honest. I think a lot of like horror movie families could just clean up their house and add some, you know, some lighting, Natural and that light. would probably take care of most of the spirits. Like, <laughs> if anything has taught me, like spirits like dark houses, you know, with with low mood lighting. Yeah. yeah.
1: If you want to feel good in your own house, clean it and open <laughs> open
0: the blinds. <laughs> air out the windows open the windows let it air out Mm um yeah let's uh get to our score um again i'm pretty biased on this one um i gave it a three out of ten which is pretty low for me
2: Mm -hmm. same as the sequel to the exorcist like yeah exorcist 2. 2
0: it was also very bad i will say like exorcist 2 is probably a little more entertaining and being like having some more interesting ideas and being like wacky just wow. having some wacky moments so even even i though like i think they're about the same quality movie like exorcist 2 was probably more engaging to me Wow! Just, it's like seeing you know a glitch in the matrix you're like what the what is going on with this movie and you can't turn away you know uh what what do you think sydney what what score would you give
2: um so Believer. honestly like when it started i was like like the first like 20 30 minutes i was like this is all right like i'm not hating this and then once it got into it i was like maybe i like this movie maybe it's okay like i like the the way it was cut like the it was very entertaining. I didn't know, like, at the way it was cut was entertaining, to be clear. Um, and then I didn't even know I was, like, 50 minutes into the movie. And then once the exorcism started, my score went down. Like, I was like, this is, I don't, we'll get into it. But I, I didn't right. like that. But I, I, I'm going to give it a higher score than you. I think I'm going to say a 4 out of 10. I know that's not very much higher than you, mm-hmm. but it was it was because I was, like, Oh, this isn't bad at the beginning, but the 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 end like thirty killed it for me. It was hmm. not good. So yeah. four out of ten.
0: Yeah, the exorcism takes forever. Like it's it's funny it's that brutal. you you call out fifty mm-hmm. minutes because one of my points is about fifty minutes into the movie. I'm like, oh, God damn it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. Why is it so is long? long?
2: It's really long.
1: Yeah. What what say you, Max? So I was pretty similar to Sydney and we're like 30 minutes in. I was like, I'm, I'm feeling like a five right now. Like it's not good. It's not terrible. And then it just got worse and worse and worse with every scene. And so I'm going to give it a three as well.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I went into it. I mean, I, I saw plenty of bad reviews for this movie. I think I, I, I started watching red letter medias and then stopped once they got to spoilers. Cause I knew I was going to watch it, but, mm-hmm. um, the people that I respect their opinions all said that this movie was terrible. So had low expectations going in. Um, and they were met. Um, speaking of low expectations, do you really expect to not hear commercials? Um, you should know that, you can expect to hear commercials unless you go to our patreon patreon.com horror movie talk sign up at the six dollars and 66 level it's just six dollars 66 cents a month and then you get advanced access to episodes as soon as I release them um and it's ad free except honestly for this part if you, but this isn't considered an ad shut up wait I don't want to in the ad free I, episode I don't want to cut it out I got i ain't got time for that nice, that's um, false advertising what the heck you know what you know what max you're right i probably should should cut this part out anyways um also check out our our shop at horrormovietalk.com slash shop uh we got our tees up um we do not have the make horror movie talk great again hat this is a one-off maybe we'll auction it off later um you know Ooh, it'll be awesome. a collector's item <laughs> <laughs> i love it um check out I, my head is so big my it's Stop not putting yourself down oh <laughs> it's not actually attached like i have to put it on the the last two if it was attached it would be on the last two and it would be tight my head is oh. large so well wow, luckily these headphones are keeping it on
1: um <laughs> You should auction that off though on the Facebook group. See how much you money should. you can get for. it. Yeah. Um,
0: on the Patreon. Also Yeah, also check out our resident artist Dustin Goebel, a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. Contact him on Instagram at Dgobel zero zero. That's at D G O E B E L Zero Zero. And make your artistic dreams come true. If you wanna leave us a voicemail, Call 682 253 4468. Thanks again for listening. Let's get into spoilers. <laughs> oh. There it is. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. So. You know even though i didn't like this movie there is a lot to talk about you know oh, yeah. there there was a lot of like interesting things and mm-hmm. that came up while i watch it like it starts out um they're in haiti the movie is written by uh i assume let's see so peter sattler david gordon green and scott teams which i assume are all white guys and it feels like it was free association for like what do you know about haiti mm-hmm. I don't know, voodoo and earthquakes. Like, yeah,
2: (laughs) it reminded me of like, um, what is that movie? The serpent in the rainbow from the Mm eighties. It's a Wes Craven movie and it's, um, I forget the actor, but he goes to Haiti and it's just like this white guy in Haiti and he's the only white guy in Haiti. And Mm -hmm. he's like, I know about all this voodoo stuff, okay, everyone. And they're like, "Oh my God, you do!" Like every person that lives in Haiti is like, "You, you know everything. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. got it." And it's it's a good movie. I like the movie because it's Wes Craven and it's over the top uh-huh. and it's awesome. But um, yeah, it's it reminded me a lot of that in the beginning.
0: Yeah, it feels like pretty heavy handed with voodoo and earthquakes. <laughs> it's like. Mm-hmm this is this is just what happens like you just stumble into you know there's there's street urchins on the street that are pulling you into voodoo um you know ceremonies which is weird Mm -hmm. Um,
1: and you know what it may be the white guy in me talking but that ceremony was kind of weird she she got spit on they spit on her
0: yeah yeah max it's a blessing i know. know
1: i'm just saying like if someone was blessing me and they spat on me i'd be upset
2: I thought that they, since they were like, oh, we're going to bless you, I thought that was going to be like the moment of like possession for Mm -hmm. the baby, because that's Mm -hmm. just like how the Exorcist movies go. And I was like, oh, and then like once you go through the movie, you're kind of like, oh, that was a protection spell. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, spoken of, spoken like a true colonizer, Sydney. Um Um, I'm sorry. Just because just because it's different doesn't mean it's evil. That's hey, all I'm gonna you're the up. one
2: wearing a fake MAGA hat. I'm not the racist one here. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, There's gonna I'll be so many next reviews next January uh, 6. <laughs> um. No. Yeah.
2: Ooh, sorry.
1: <laughs> well, one one thing I was thinking about. Uh, during the earthquake scene, uh, w- was Bryce? What would be scarier, falling into a sinkhole or having a building collapse on top of you?
2: Oh
0: Um, falling into a sinkhole. I think you it was think well established. Yeah, because the sinkholes can swallow a building. You know, and so do sinkholes swallow whole buildings though. Yes. Is that something that happens.
1: Yes. All the videos I see, the sinkhole is like the size of like a car, maybe.
0: You know, you're you're not deep into sinkhole uh, internet lore. Than, not in the lore. No, there's like pictures of. I mean, honestly, like most of the huge sinkholes are in urban environments in like third world countries because their plumbing is shitty, and so the water is like saturated, like from broken pipes, is just creating huge um, chasms underneath. So there's like, I think it was in Guatemala. There's some some pictures of, like, entire, like, city blocks, basically, <laughs> like, oh that are goodness. black holes. So, yeah, I mean, earthquakes, sure. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in a, um, you know, a cinder block building in Haiti when an earthquake goes off. Like, yeah, no, that's not nope. a good place to go. But there's a fighting chance. You could make it outside, you know, if, if you're fast enough. <laughs> If you juke enough, you know Voodoo Haitians and uh, juke enough Haitians, <laughs> you can you can get outside. You juke enough um, pregnant women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you can get outside. But sinkholes, it's just the earth swallows you up, and there's nothing you can do. Like, what mm-hmm. are you gonna do? Run. You gotta do that
1: thing where you're running up as it's
0: falling. Like, yeah, every time you can time do you step, like a, it's... You can do a wily e. coyote, like where yeah. you like twinkle toes and then disappear <laughs> and your body is a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. But no, you're fucked if a sinkhole opens up.
1: Now, I was confused. Were they living in Haiti or were they just visiting? Because he's think living they're in just... America
0: later. Yeah, I yeah think it was they're a vacation. just visiting. Yeah. It was visiting and f- they were taking lots of photos. So. Well, he's a photographer. He's a photographer. So, um, They're there. So there's an earthquake happens and Leslie Odom Jr.'s wife... Um, gets injured in the earthquake Um, yeah a lot of good that voodoo blessing of protection <laughs> does for
1: uh, well they don't care about the mother they only care about the baby
0: right so the in the hospital the doctors give um, Leslie Odom Jr.'s character which is Victor they give Victor the choice of baby or wife we can only save one of them which is,
2: yeah, I wanted yeah. to talk about this. Like, I really like, cause it's framed in the beginning like he chose the baby, which
0: mm-hmm. I don't know survives, right?
2: Yeah. Um, but obviously, we find out later what actually happened. But um, yeah, I, at first, I thought he like chose the baby, and I was like. Mm, I don't know if I like that. I also don't have children, so I don't know yeah. what that feels like. But
0: yeah, I mean, this is this is a I really interesting question. Uh, Max, you're married. Um, I am. I don't think you have any kids yet. But well, I had something you... to
1: share with you today, actually. <gasps> my wife is pregnant, and we're having a girl.
2: Oh, oh my god! Congratulations!
0: So I know a this... lot about this topic already. <laughs> oh, nice
2: wow that's
0: amazing thank you congratulations that's a special special thing that's awesome girls are awesome until age you know 13 yeah. i think which is <laughs> i'm not looking forward to to be honest age 10 is not a walk in the park either. but <laughs> um yeah that's awesome that's congratulations great. max thank you Okay, so this is even even better. Okay, so your (laughs) wife is in an earthquake. Okay. Uh, Doctors tell you you have to choose your wife or your baby. Who do you choose? My wife. We can have more
1: babies. I can't have more wives. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's what I think.
1: I mean, it's like a tough decision in the sense that, like, obviously I don't want to have to make that decision, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd have to choose my wife. That's right. the only choice.
0: Yeah. How long have you been married, Max? Two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I hope Aaron doesn't listen to this podcast. You're so mean.
0: I'm not saying that I would choose the wife over... What were you saying? The My baby over my wife. I'm just saying, like, you know... Max, you believe in eternal marriage, right? Yeah. Like I mean, there's plenty of fish in the sea. No. Wow. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to I'm not going to
1: even respond to that. <laughs> I'm committed, uh, Bryce.
0: I'm here for anyways, the long haul. Yeah, so Yeah, if I was like 2 years into my marriage, like of course I would choose my wife. Now I don't know. I like I really like my kids. You've had a good run. Yeah. She she's had a good run. Like Wow. I can't wait to get married one day, guys. Let's see what else is going on out there, you know? <laughs> every child is different. Like every child is new and different and gives you like new uh challenges and learning opportunities. Your wife is your wife. Oh, you know? my
1: God. Well, okay. But in this scenario, you haven't met your kid yet, right? You haven't grown
0: to have it's memories true. and stuff it's with true. them.
1: Like choosing the life of your wife now and the kid that you've had for years, like that's a very different story. Right. Right.
0: right. Yeah. What if you like chose the baby, then it turned into like, we got to talk about Kevin.
2: Yeah, kid, exactly. You know? Exactly. You don't know.
0: You'd never know. It's a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to choose a wife there. Yeah. So, you know, now that I'm thinking of it, like there's a weird messaging in this movie or like from Victor's perspective, like, (laughs) so it starts out with him having to choose his wife or the baby and he chooses his wife and his wife dies and he gets the baby. Uh And then the demon gives him a choice of like, you know... Only one of these kids is going to survive. Like, you choose. Right. And I just realized Victor's probably like, <laughs> I've done this before. Yeah. He's, He's like, like I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Mm-mm. I choose the white girl. Yeah, <laughs> 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 suckers. <laughs> Okay, well,
1: let's not skip that far ahead yet because I have so much
0: to say about that. And I, I know, I have this whole
2: thing in notes, man, we gotta get through this. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> just,
0: just framing it as, like, the switcheroo of, yeah. like, this Sophie's Choice. Yeah. Like, it just, it frames it a little different later on. Um, so, yeah, so it skips forward and we see that his daughter survives um, and she's, like, a teenager uh, at this point. And there's, like, a little bit of, like, relationship stuff. It goes so quick. Like, they do not have any time to really establish this. And this is, like, the the thing that bothers me. And I know, like, it's not good to be, like, I want the sequel to be exactly like the first one. Mm -hmm. But I'd at least like them to understand and maintain the things that make the first one good
2: they never do uh,
0: both movies having
1: characters who develop and have relationships doesn't mean that they're the same you know it's not it's not pulling too much from the original to have good themes and (laughs) development
0: (laughs) the thing that they do try and it's it's like too heavy-handed and it's not like the editing um they use some of the same like techniques like the quick edits and kind of disturbing edits but like it's so heavy handed and overused in this one that it just doesn't have the impact. Like if you compare it to the original, like they use it sparingly. So it catches you genuinely off guard. Like it's a normal movie until they have like this quick, you know, you know, you know, cat jump. Yeah. They do it uh, constantly in
2: this movie. Like it's constant. Like, Oh, we're going to flash and here's going to be a little, little blip of the demon. But that also bothered me was they didn't name the demon. Like if they were like, "Oh, this is Pazuzu," I'd be like, "Cool, cool." Well, yeah.
0: Well, Chris McNeil says like, "I know you," so like,
2: it's oh, assumed
0: yeah. that it's. I think Pazuzu. It's all, I think that's all crap. Like. But then yeah. I, heard so- <laughs> yeah. I I heard somewhere, um, that the demon wasn't Pazuzu in this one. It was another, um. Oh, it wait, just we'll knew see. about reagan
1: that that possession was like international news in hell like everyone knew <laughs> about reagan. okay here's the best here, one ever yeah
0: yeah here's in the credits apparently um the demon is Lamashtu. Lamashtu. is that which,
2: connect to any of the sequels
0: um i don't think so um but yeah then it makes like chris mcneil's quote of we've met before is actually factually wrong Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, I think I heard Lamashtu I don't know there's like something like uh, Pazuzu I can't remember what it was but there's like something about like what their what their protection was that like his conflict so people were like uh, positing that they're trying to set up like a Lamashtu and Pazuzu off in oh. future movies which would be hilarious
1: like godzilla versus kong uh-huh is gonna... this is interesting
2: yeah. i just googled it and it says Lamashtu was a female demon goddess or demigoddess who menaced women during childbirth and kidnapped their children
1: yeah so, so that makes sense now yeah um so back going back to the relationship between the the father and and the daughter it does a lot of like telling instead of showing
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it has that
1: one scene in the beginning where they're, like, interacting with each other, and they're kind of... It, like, kind of seems like they're close, I guess. I don't know. I couldn't hear any of the dialogue. I don't know if you guys had the same problem, but I was struggling to hear the dialogue the whole time, and yep. I tried to turn on subtitles. No subtitles available.
0: For yeah, me. it didn't
2: work for me for, like, 30 minutes, and then I, like, switched them on and off, and it worked, but it was really annoying.
0: Yeah, it was weird. I, <laughs> I had the same problem. Like, I... I changed the sound settings because I have a sound bar and it was Rich. set to... Because, okay. yeah, it was set to... Yeah, this is in the weeds. This is very, very interesting to, to our listeners. But it was set to 5.1 and I had the subtitles on but they weren't showing up. Sometimes it, it does that with movies on Peacock, I think. It's just the subtitles don't turn on even though yeah. they're on. And so I was like, maybe the subtitles aren't on 5.1 so I've turned it to like just the stereo English. And I watched probably about 30 minutes of it and the sound was so awful. It was like the background sound was so loud, but it it did have the subtitles. It did have the subtitles so I could actually understand everything. But then I I got like 30 minutes into it. I'm like, this can't be right. Like I can barely make out what they're saying at all. And then I turned it back to 5.1 and it was fine like it was uh, like the the dialogue was fine and then the subtitle stayed on for some reason so i think some platforms like don't turn on subtitles unless you pause it and press play or whatever so yeah otherwise oh. if you're using a soundbar use 5.1 anyways on on your uh thank youth. you
1: well anyways they have that one scene where they're like interacting with each other and then that's all we get about their relationship and then later on the dad just like we're close. Like we're the closest. Uh, We, I know everything about her. We don't have secrets. Like, and it's like, okay, we don't know that about you. Like you're just saying that. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, in the, in the original film, like you're shown just, it takes time to show you domestic moments with Mm -hmm. just like genuine interaction between mother and daughter. And it's, actually impressive just from a filmmaking screenwriting perspective, because it feels very genuine and it establishes it actually pretty quickly. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't um, like waste any time. And there's a lot of like, um, you know, short, what's it called? Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of like a short code for short code. A relationship, you know? And, <clears throat> and it's, it's very believable but all it takes is taking like a couple breaths to like make it feel like this is everyday life among two people. And this is a moment, you know, a moment that's genuine. It doesn't tell you everything, but it tells you enough that it's like, Oh, they have a good relationship and they love each other. And you know, there's humor shared between them. Like it's, it establishes a lot about the personalities of Chris McNeil and Reagan very quickly. And this one, like, they're trying to shove in two girls into it, and so they yeah. can't waste any time or yeah, take any breathing. jumping room.
1: back and forth between two families that we know
0: nothing about. Yeah, and you know the the other family gets almost no establishment. Like we you don't just know, know that they're
2: Christian. That's it. Yeah,
0: that's all you yeah. know. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's yeah. it. And they live in a really nice house
0: very very much like with them it's like the, the tell don't show for, for that family it's like oh she's devout and she's a number she's a top student at school yeah. alright now we know that uh, let's move on um, also like this we're just shown this girl and then immediately she goes off into the woods and has a seance you know mm. we're not given any information about like why or yeah or
2: I was so how mad she
0: knows how to do a seance I was like, so she's mad. got like all the instructions
2: <laughs> yeah and she's like and then she explains <coughs> like later after she gets possessed after she goes missing and like she's telling her father about it she's like oh yeah I wanted the other little girl to like also talk to my mom who I hear mm-hmm. sometimes and it's like that was not that should have been established when they were going to do the seance they should have been like oh i want you to talk to my dead mom like i hear her sometimes like they could have just said that it's two seconds it
0: takes two yeah.
1: seconds yeah and... it'd be
0: really interesting to see what hit the editing room floor on this movie um just like there's probably a lot of like establishing stuff like there's another one that comes out of the blue is <clears throat> stew the neighbor <laughs> Did this guy ever get introduced before he's just inside Victor's apartment with a bunch of voodoo? Oh, my God. He's his gym coach, too.
2: I thought it was the other dad for so long until the fucking exorcism. And then when we got to the exorcism, they were two different people. And I was like, did I miss something? I I didn't know. I had no idea. I was like, when did they differentiate his neighbor
1: is his his gym coach so they go and he like trains him to box i guess because they want to call back to the original Exorcist where he boxes for like half a second
0: did they show him in the gym and they did yeah he's boxing
2: it's towards the beginning it's before he does the photography stuff um okay
0: like while Um, his daughter's at school okay so i completely missed that like it's it yeah, I mean it goes so goes by so quick that like mm-hmm. you don't like this guy just shows up in his house with a bunch of ju- uh, voodoo priestesses and you're like what? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Like I'd be super pissed. Yeah, you know, if some random guy showed up doing voodoo rites in my house. Yeah, um, but,
1: uh, back to that ritual they're doing. Um, I don't know what kind of message this movie is trying to send because like how innocent of a ritual could you be doing like to young girls one wants to talk to her dead mom and the other is just helping her and then mm-hmm.
0: spoiler alert one of the girls goes to hell for it forever so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's a little interesting um also there's a lot of anti abortion rhetoric in this movie
2: <laughs> I was going to say the same thing I was like is this what the main message of the movie was like it's very interesting I mean,
0: they're they're pretty uh, disrespectful towards the Catholic Church, but the doctrine, very respectful doctrine, sound because, okay. Yeah, doctrine yeah. is sound. Do not abort babies, like or else you will regret it. Yeah, and they gave possibly Anne. open the gates of hell.
2: Yeah, they gave the neighbor Anne, like so they gave her all the screen time that they should have given the two families to set things up. They gave her <laughs> right. so you they talked about her being an ex nun. In like five different scenes and I'm not exaggeration right. I'm not exaggerating like and they were just like yes I, I was supposed to have this baby and then the demons like you were supposed to have the baby you were supposed to have the baby you should have had the baby should have and it's like okay girl like we get it like calm down it was very strange yeah. I don't I don't know what kind of message I don't know what the morals were about it was about parenthood kind of like that's yeah, what they, I got
0: yeah the demon yeah, I mean, this tells us demons are staunchly Catholic uh, because they, <laughs> number one, they respect patriarchy. Like mm-hmm. when the Catholic priests tell them to leave, they, you know, they they get out of there. They did kill him eventually. Though. You know, well, yeah, but they that. were getting pretty wrecked before that. They but were, they were, were, they were. They are staunchly anti-abortion because they're like really, um, you know, shaming the one. Um, neighbor and they also were shaming victor for choosing to abort you know the baby insane to be fair though i don't know if
1: the movie was trying to say that that's bad i mean the the demons were mocking them and making them feel bad for their decisions i don't know if that's the same thing as the movie being like they shouldn't have done that
0: well if they hadn't done that the demon wouldn't have anything to to (laughs) no i guess that's fair it's their own fault Right.
1: I know. Was that
2: like um, the only sin? Like they only called out the neighbor's sin for not having her baby and then um the father's choice, but they didn't call out anything with the other pastor or the the priestess that was the doctor, the other doctor that was there. They didn't call out anything with the uh the white parents, like there was
1: Well, they were good people.
2: Oh right, because <laughs> we have no setup, so it's like oh yeah. they're just good, they're good Protestants or whatever. Didn't you hear
1: they said that they're good people who go to church,
0: and that's all <laughs> we know about them. So oh yeah,
2: that's you... it, that's their
0: character. What, what dirt could they have on them?
2: Nothing. <laughs> but
0: in the end, they're selfish because they chose their. That's the other like weird thing that like what are you trying to say here, movie? Because that was crazy. They the the white dad chooses his daughter and because of that you know he loses his daughter the demon but it's them. also like okay so wait are you saying that's bad that he's choosing his daughter or like it's it's so he's punished for <clears throat> caring about his family. it's like it's just weird There, yeah. there's a lot of it's a prank because like in this movie <laughs> you know unlike you know what we're told this demon is just a truth teller like everything that it promises it fulfills it's like listen if you uh well i guess that's not true because he kills it, it kills the the wrong kid but assuming if it has the power to kill one <clears throat> of them it could kill both of them right? yeah
2: 100 percent.
0: so you know
2: why not
0: some choice has got to be made um so I mean talking about like how fast this movie is going like i I watched the Exorcist again uh last month, and I just realized how in this movie, nothing else is happening um the than the exorcism, just yeah. the story of the exorcism, and in the Exorcist, like there's just so much going on,
2: yeah,
0: um, and it's established so quickly. so we've got like a faith crisis. We've got a guy dealing with aging parents. Um, There's like poverty, um, divorce, single mother, single mother, homicide investigation, friendships, you know, there's parties with arguments about like old wounds from the war. It's like, there's a lot of humanity going on and a Mm -hmm. lot being explored in terms of like human struggle to where, when we're shown the demon it uses all these interesting things and it's a commentary on all of like this darkness um because the demon uses yeah like damien's guilt about abandoning his mother it uses the you know the 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 friendships and like like all all this all this stuff is fair game for making people feel bad um yeah and well and so, that's the worst and part about it's just not in this movie it's just like no there's two girls that get possessed <laughs> and then they get exercised like yeah. that's what the movie's about that's right it. let's what what else is there well that's the worst part
1: about this movie cuz i thought i felt like the message they were trying to get across was like the good of humanity when we come together
0: Right. Yeah. Which
1: is so stupid because all like they didn't set that up at all. It was like so forced down our throats of like they're giving this monologue of like it only works when we're together. We have to be together and then it shows like a montage of like the exorcists assembling like the Avengers.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh my it's God. just
1: weird and it doesn't make it doesn't make me feel anything. I felt nothing. I, I yeah. felt annoyed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very wishy-washy and it is like a lot of telling not showing uh, again where it's like a lot of lines were like oh, okay <laughs> like here's some lines that just jumped out it's like i get it i get what you're doing there's uh it t- i guess it takes all kinds when they're talking about like the different it was so annoying traditions. it was really
1: um, frustrating they didn't have honestly obviously the missionaries
0: there so i guess it yeah. doesn't take all kinds it and was... then and then they also say like after they the um the neighbor that's performing the roman rite um it's not really working so someone else says we need to try something new where it's like i almost felt like they're going to wink into the camera so. <laughs> see what we're doing here see how we're using all of these different religious traditions and how it's universal and and it comes off as like is very wishy-washy because yeah. like the thing about using catholicism and using like the theology and framework of a religious ritual and having like um you know religious authority um it makes it have more impact because in the story it's like the people either believe or they don't you yeah. know and like it's it's there are stakes whereas with like this you know oceans 11 crew of uh exorcists everyone's like does this matter to anyone like does anyone care about any single um r- ritual or right or tradition here or are we all yeah. like i don't know let's just throw everything you know at the wall and see what sticks
1: the demon keeps telling the main character like you don't believe you don't believe what is he supposed to believe right yeah there was (laughs) like so many different things going on
2: whatever you want it's it's the woke world like that like that's my problem with this movie is that like I understand that like we want to have diversity in movies that's awesome that's Mm -hmm. something that should be happening and it I think it has been happening like Um, more so in the past few years, but this movie was like, we're going to do all religions, which is three religions. And we're Mm -hmm. gonna like, we're going to have white people and black people. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: That's it. (laughs) Diversity covered it all. Yeah. It's like, okay. So we have voodoo, we have Protestants and Catholics. Like that's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. they're both Christians. Well, they're
0: all Christian (laughs) traditions, right? And so, is Haitians
2: are very yeah, it's all Christian. Like it's, so it's like okay, and that's all like all exorcism movies, not just the Exorcist franchise. Like they they have something to do with Catholicism or Christianity. So it's like, yeah, we get it. That's what's gonna happen. Just stick to your guns. Like it's fine. It'll work. Like you don't need to be like oh, we're all over the place. Yeah, I
0: don't even think it's. I don't even think it's necessarily bad that they like move away from Catholicism in it, like. But I think they should focus on one at least. Yes. Like, just pick just a have... lane and stick to it. It's fine. Like no, yeah. it, it's not
1: like everyone thinks that if you pick Catholicism, that the movie is trying to say that the Catholics are like right. It's like that's right. just the story. I so, I will
0: say right. the moment where the priest comes in, I was like. I was rooting for him. Me too. I would would love that to be the takeaway of the movie is like, oh, yeah, patriarchal authority for the win. Just like, get out of the way, suckers. You don't have any papal authority. He just walks in and tells all the women to get out. This won't work with you here. Men only. Uh, It's a boys club. Y'all are unclean. Get out of here um can we yeah, talk so about I mean,
2: chris mcneil like can we yes
0: Oh like, my god what i character assassination
2: that was it was pointless to have her in the film it was absolutely pointless they set it up cool they were like oh she did all these talk shows she wrote books she she became really like knowledgeable about exorcisms and then you meet her and she's like yeah i'll help woohoo and then she goes and she's like. She gets her eyes stabbed out, and then that's the rest of the movie for her. She's in a hospital bed with no eyes. Okay, great. That sucks for her. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I feel like.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the other thing about The Exorcist is, and we talked about this on the previous reviews that that me and Cindy did, which were both exorcism movies. Um,
2: Just keep going with the exorcism movies. I know. the,
0: The Exorcist, like it was shocking and it's still shocking like there's there's something where it goes hard Mm -hmm. I mean there's nothing more shocking than seeing like a still like what you've seen previously is an innocent preteen girl or teen early teen girl and then you see her later in the film violently masturbating with a crucifix or shoving her mom's face into her bloody vagina and it's like you know what i don't think you can get much more shocking than that for me and none of these exorcism movies like approach it like Mm -hmm. even stabbing out chris mcneil's eyes like i was like okay all right boring it's like yeah it's not it doesn't have the impact at all um so yeah but the other thing is like chris mcneil's character like I guess it's kind of interesting that she would write a book and and talk about it, but like, it completely ignores anything about her character in the first movie. Yeah, which is she's a working famous actress. Like, <laughs> yeah. they didn't they didn't mention that. Like, she gave up her career as a famous actress to talk about exorcism and religious traditions around exorcism, which is kind of feels weird it is weird and then the worst part is that the whole point of the first movie is that her and her daughter have a great relationship and are super close and they're like oh mom wrote a book i don't like her anymore i'm going to completely estrange myself from her it's like
1: what is going on and that decision is just so weird because like at the end of the exorcist reagan doesn't remember what happened right right and so immediately what her mom does is like i have to just traumatize my child by telling her (laughs) the gruesome details of what happened
0: and write it in a book like it just doesn't
1: feel like something she would have
0: done
2: no it doesn't
0: yeah and then like casting aspersions to the priests as being like you know the patriarchy and you know males that are you know condescending it's like Uh, bitch, they saved your fucking daughter and both died for it. Yeah, they gave up their
2: lives for your
1: daughter. Have some fucking
0: gratitude. Yeah, like, (laughs) she probably would have been dead if she was in that room, too. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. At least, can we acknowledge at least that it worked? (laughs) And you should be grateful? Um, Yeah, yeah, it's just, that that whole character is bizarre. Makes no sense. Also, very tacked on, because as she was following around Victor and visiting these girls, like I'm asking myself, yeah, but why though? Why would she do that? It doesn't like,
2: make any sense. It doesn't yeah. fit to the story. If she wasn't in it at all, it what nothing would have changed. Honestly. Like, I mean, it would have yeah. been a little bit better and they wouldn't have ruined her entire like character. Cause like, even in the second exorcist from the, the one that we reviewed, like, uh-huh. she's not in the movie, which is weird, but it's established that she's just, like, working really hard on movies and uh-huh. she, she, like, checks in on Reagan. Like, it's not, right. like, and she's not writing this fucking book. Like, it would have been happening right. then, right? Because the video we saw of her looked like it was in the 70s. Right. So, I don't know. Well,
0: I think I think uh, everyone's ignoring the existence of heretics. So probably. And, and <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they even make a point of having Chris McNeil's character say, "I am not an exorcist. I'm just like an expert in exorcism. An expert at in exorcism.
2: But then she tries to exorcise the
0: girl immediately immediately she like takes it upon herself to be like get thee out evil spirit and then get stabbed in the eyes yeah
1: um I'm just so sick of legacy characters we don't need them it you don't need a legacy character to to make a movie you just don't
0: like everything it seems kind of cool for a minute unless you start thinking about it it's like (laughs) Jamie Lee care Jamie Lee Curtis in the Halloween reboots is like it's kind of interesting because she's like you know there and like uh, has this vendetta but also it's like wait a minute in the timeline of this movie only halloween one and two happens which is one or two nights of her life and she's still obsessed with it like 40 years later yeah it's like yeah people move on like even uh you know attempted murder victims they tend to move on and just have a normal life if they're not a constantly attack so it's like that that breaks down same thing with chris mcneil in this movie it's like it's a weird thing i'm i was like excited about this movie when i heard that ellen Burstyn was going to be in it because i was like oh it must be good enough for ellen Burstyn to sign off on it because she she uh steered away from heretic like when she saw that script she's like fuck no i'm not gonna do that shit. good choice but apparently <laughs> like she's like whatever paycheck i'll i'll take it um and good for her and appears in this movie but yeah it's it's weird um some of the i I skipped over a little bit like a lot of the dark imagery and like the editing is pretty heavy-handed like when victor is is editing that family's photo shoot it like does all these weird glitches and stuff it's like what are we trying to do here? Like, what are we trying to say other than, like, scary stuff is afoot? She's not even possessed at that point, either.
1: It's just scary stuff is happening already.
0: Right. Um, and then there's, like, some digital effects on, on the face later in the movie that's like, okay, yeah. Can can we just, like, let the evil speak for itself as opposed to trying to force it, you know? Can mm-hmm. we just, like let stuff happen as opposed to saying like be scared did you guys be scared look scary face there's another scary face did you guys feel
1: like the makeup was pretty lackluster on the girls it just felt like it didn't live up to the makeup in the original
2: yeah i mean uh they you know how they were taking pictures of them when they got back after three days missing at the hospital and you saw the picture later that Victor shows to Chris and, um, it says like help on, um, his daughter's back or whatever. And it's like, why didn't we get to see that? Like, actually, like we just see a photo of it. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think. And I think even like their voices were fine. Like their demonic voices were fine, but it still was like, it was very lacking. And I think the, um, Catherine the little girl Catherine was not as good as an actor as Angela was so i was like Man, yeah this is kind of stupid
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's a little weird like again it's not it moves too quick so it's like okay now they're you know super creepy looking like after the first 20 minutes of even meeting them yeah um yeah it's it's hard to for it to be as impactful and the fact that there's two like it it has the um the same mistake that um uh, superhero movies made in the in the 90s um, which is it's a sequel so there's got to be two of them we got to have two <laughs> villains in the sequel and if it's the third movie got to have three <laughs> villains because more villains is betterer mm-hmm. um, so like the assumption that like we'll have two possessions because that's cooler and it's like no ends up you don't have enough time for both of them and it just waters it down, and there's it seems like it's less of a threat, you know? Right, right. I just right. imagine the
1: writing room being like, all right, we all know The Exorcist was a hit, but what is the one thing that could make it better? Two little girls. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone just goes crazy, and they're like writing as fast as they can.
2: <laughs> great idea, man, great idea.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... It's weird. Um, and then the exorcism takes forever. It's the and worst then there's like it Sucks. Different different moments where it's like, I love the part where they, you know, burn some smoke or wherever the voodoo ritual. That is was
2: where it, like, I was like, this movie sucks.
0: That movie. Yeah, this movie it sucks. Overtakes <laughs> the overtakes the demon smoke and then sucks it up and then it's like there's a beat where i think victor says is it over and then immediately the the woman says no like, is it over no, no 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 it's not over that was we just still a, got a lot of, still got a lot to that do that was the beginning of
1: it yeah. yeah even
2: though we've been going for 30 minutes already oh my god i hate that was so i thought that stupid it was stupid cgi smoke they could have done a, a practical effect for that i don't understand why they yeah. wouldn't it, it's not that fucking hard to create smoke yeah, smoke practical, and practical yeah. Oh my God. Thing. Wow. Like, let's just spend all our money on CGI. That, that's my problem with like newer horror movies sometimes is that they rely so heavily on CGI that it makes it not believable. And like, I'm a, I'm a real sucker for practical effects, real sucker for older horror movies, like 70s, 80s. Like those are, that's like my favorite era of horror movies. So it's like, I'm always going to be like, with The Nightmare on Elm Street had all these effects and it was really cool. But like, I don't know. That, that was a moment with that fucking stupid smoke. I was like, I hate this movie. It sucks. I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah. I've got I did not check this. Um, I Sorry, like I just saw this note and I forgot about it, but there's one line in the movie where it's like, it says like, we're like Job in the desert. And I was like, was job in the desert I like, the same I, thing I was like, wait a minute no it's it's Jesus was tempted in the desert, yeah, and I think they might have just crossed it because I don't remember job in the there desert. ever being a point in the story of job that he was in the desert he was just yeah, I thought job was like a wealthy man who like lived on a
1: pasture or something,
0: yeah, yeah um
2: that is so, so... weird.
0: I mean, just, like, have some respect for the Bible, people. I know. Please. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, someone else that's got a theology degree or something. <laughs> yeah, even even that little stuff where it's, like, just, it, it tweaks me off where I'm like, wait a minute, what? Are we just confusing, you know, religious stories now um, to, to like, tell this mediocre story?
1: Well, they couldn't even do enough research to watch the original Exorcist. Do you think we're going to read the Bible? <laughs> True.
2: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Job was... Hold on. Yeah, he was wealthy, but there's a part where his a mighty wind swept in from the desert and destroyed the house where Job's children were gathered for a feast, killing all of them. But that's all about the desert. The wind came in from the desert. It's not like he was in the desert. Who... If they're gonna, if you're gonna make a horror then movie then that just, is like so based on like religion, you should probably try to get it right. Like I, I don't know, just just right. Throw that out yeah. there. Jeez. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I'd I'd love the the next sequel to be like, uh, instead of having any religious tradition, just have the exorcism be performed by secular humanists. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know what. We don't. There's no such thing as just a you know, scientist a, comes in. And he's gun. like
1: working with beakers and stuff.
0: <laughs> it's like, actually, it is mental health. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hashtag mental health awareness.
0: Actually, it's just a trauma response. Well, and uh, so she's acting out at the end. Uh well so
1: the the priest comes in he gets his neck snapped right and then they make the choice oh, okay. and then one of the little girls is just ripped to hell absolutely just like mm-hmm. burning forever um how do you explain that to the police because the police show up and then I guess everyone just is fine
0: yeah imagine you're the police yeah. coming and there's like a dead girl there's like chairs nailed to the ground with like. Circles on the ground, mm-hmm. drawn in chalk, and medical equipment, yeah. and like a ragtag group of like different religions, and you're like, it "What the bad. fuck is going on here?" And I'm like, "Listen, I know it looks bad. It looks like we murdered this child, but it was a demon." Okay. Yeah. Um, and the police are like, oh, "Okay, makes sense," you know. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> whatever and then so yeah and then like the exorcism happens like it's kind of feels as arbitrary as Chris McNeil's eyes are getting poked out that mm-hmm. like oh one of them dies see shouldn't don't you have like isn't it bittersweet isn't it like a big sacrifice that one of them dies the one that you cared less about yeah yeah <laughs> like isn't that so impactful and causes you emotional pain like no and then it ends with the unearned like Reagan shows up to Chris and it's like yay it's Linda Blair Unbelievable. whatever but there's no like she just shows up there's no like what is that what is that trying to say like
2: I don't know why she would show up." up like, how would she know that her she mom... She heard
0: about it. Yeah, she's probably like, oh, finally she got blinded. I guess I can go back now. <laughs> like, which is also kind of sad because one of Chris, uh, Chris's lines is like, I just wish I could see her beautiful face again. It's like, yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, so strange. Anyways. Well, I guess the
1: moral of the story is don't help your friend talk to their dead mother for, you know, to relieve their pain or you'll go straight to hell.
0: Right, right. <laughs> um, okay, so who would like this movie?
2: Not fans of The Exorcist.
0: Not fans of The Exorcist?
2: I think, well, it's funny because my roommate and her boyfriend saw this in theaters and he didn't like it. He's like a lifelong horror fan. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm probably gonna feel the same way but she liked it and she just recently got into horror movies so i think that people who recently got into horror movies and usually watch like newer horror movies they might like it but i don't know i didn't i don't like it
0: yeah yeah i don't know who to recommend this to it's pretty it's tough like even as a horror movie it's pretty like eh who cares yeah yeah um I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're an exorcist IP completionist you watch this one.
1: I, I feel like it's a good movie for like you know, a bunch of friends get together and they don't really watch scary movies, but they're like, oh, we should watch a scary movie tonight. Yeah. And they throw this on. It'd be fine. Like, No one would right. really care about how bad it is.
2: Those people are probably not listening to this podcast, though. No, so they're we not. We can't. <laughs> Unfortunately.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to a new game called Demon or Utah Name. (laughs) So in this game, um, we'll try to do it a little rapid fire, but I'm going to say a name. And since there's two of you, you're going to call out your own name, um, Max or Sydney, to, to ring in. And whoever rings in first gets to answer. Oh, okay. Wait, so to, to buzz in, I have to say Max. Yes. Okay. Or if you want like a more percussive name, you could you could go by Pete or Pete. Sydney. You could go by <laughs> Tina. You know, <laughs> I'll do that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, and uh, I'll say the name, and then you have to guess whether it's a Utah name or a name of an actual demon in a religious tradition. Okay. Um. Okay. First name uh, Rayleigh spelled R A Y L E E.
1: Pete Max. I'm gonna say it's a demon name because I've never heard of a of a city called Rayleigh.
0: No, it's not a city name. It's a like a person's name. Like someone it's like a Utah baby name. Sorry. No, that's for sure a Utah baby name.
2: Okay. Right, okay. All right. I, d- I also was on the same wave as okay, Max. Okay. I'm sorry. What, no, that's fine. Utah it's name,
0: fine. Like a Utah or a Mormon. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Name. No, it's a All baby right. name. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. Rayleigh is a Utah name. Okay. I'll give that one to Max. Okay. Okay. Cool. You guys keep your own score because I'm I'm doing things. Um, <laughs> okay. Next up, Riot spelled R H Y A T. P- Tina. Max. That's a baby name. It's a Utah baby name. <laughs>
2: <That> <laughs> what were you gonna ter- say, Sydney? I was also gonna say that, but you know. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be quicker. Okay. I know. I'm sorry.
0: Next up, Corson, spelled C-O-R-S-O-N. Tina. Tina. Or right,
2: Sydney. <laughs> um. Maybe I should just say Sydney. Um, oh. I'll go with um, demon name.
1: It's a baby name.
0: It is a demon name. No! Corson <laughs> is one of the four principal kings that have power over the 72 demons that are supposedly constrained by King Solomon, according to the lesser key of Solomon. Fuck yeah. Oh. Corson is not to be conjured, except on great occasions. Okay. Next up. <laughs> Preta. Spelled P-R-E-T-A. I've heard of I've uh, Peep. I'm going to say <laughs> it's a baby <laughs> name because I feel like I've heard it before. Max, I'm sorry. It's a no, oh. known as a hungry ghost, which is the wow. Sanskrit name for a type of supernatural being described in Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, and Chinese. All Portuguese. right, I really got to change hard. my approach here.
1: I got to change my yeah. approach.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, next one. Lilin, spelled L-I-L-I-N. Tina, U- Sydney, Utah, Utah name. Lilin were hostile night spirits that attacked men in ancient Mesopotamia religion and Jewish folklore.
2: Wow. Okay, this is hard. This is hard. <laughs> do it people is hard. who it is
0: hard. do people who like aren't familiar with
1: Utah get the joke? Because. Th- <laughs> Utah I get It is just crazy with baby names. <laughs> like they they just do weird names. So how am I supposed to know?
0: Yeah, for example, my favorite one was Absidy spelled A B C D E. Oh. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. That's bad. Uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> maybe on the after pod we'll have to talk about baby
0: names that i'm thinking about for my yeah we'll... we can
2: give you ideas
0: <laughs> okay next up lakey spelled l-i-k-e-tina uh, P- tina uh utah name it is a utah yes. name that's what i was gonna guess too cool okay next up dagon spelled d-a-g-o-n Beep max that is a demon name dagon is a god worshipped in ancient syria across the middle of the euphrates um and there's lots of other stuff um okay next up sabine s-a-b-i-n-e
2: tina um sydney I honestly just called out the name. um uh, No, I, <laughs> no I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say it's a demon. I'll say it's a demon.
0: It is a Utah name.
2: What? It's <laughs> a terrible name.
0: Sabine. Sabine. All right. Next up, <laughs> <Excuse> Samara. S A M A R A. Ah, Sydney. That's a demon. That's a Utah name. That's <laughs> actually probably both. It's
2: from the- Ring. It's from the ring. The girl from the ring was named That's Samara. That's just a name.
0: That's not a demon name. That's just All the right. little girl's okay. name. Right. She grew up in Utah. Uh, Shit. <laughs> let, me, let me double check. Let me double check Wikipedia uh, no, to you're make right. sure you're right. that Sabine oh. <laughs> is not on the list. Sabine. Sabine. Sabine is not on the list. I'm Sabine. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Call call it Samara. It, it Samara is what I was looking for with us. Um, Samara. <laughs> Ding. Ding. No, Samara is not on the list.
2: Yeah, it just says the ring.
0: <laughs> I love how hard this game is. It's okay, so next up, Hanya, spelled H-A-N-N-Y-A. A uh, peep, Max.
1: That sounds like a baby name to me. If I ever heard one.
0: The Hanya is a mask used in <laughs> Japanese no theater, representing a jealous female demon. It's characterized by two sharp bull-like thorns, metallic eyes, and a leering mouth.
2: Damn! I'm getting
0: a um, right now. Damn! Alright, next up, Give Liana. So G-I-V-L-I-A-N-A. Tina. Okay, Sydney.
2: I'm going to say that's a Utah name.
0: It is a Utah. Big you, <laughs> you got it. Uh, next up, Tannin, spelled T A N N I N. Max.
1: I've met a Tannin in Utah. That is a
0: baby name. Unfortunately, it's a demon, ultimately from <laughs> Acadian. Um,. A likely wow. vocalized. Uh, it's a sea monster in Canaanite and Hebrew mythology. I feel like I should get the point because I've. Of chaos and evil. I've. Yeah, I've you you I've know met a, tannin. a tannin. Is it spelled T A N N I N, though? No, probably not. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably O N, you know. Um, which is actually kind of, you know, surprising for a Utah name because I remember the rationale for not drinking coffee is it's got tannins in it. You know, you don't want to drink any tannins.
1: There is no rationale.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, next up is Chort. <laughs> Spelled C-H-O-R-T. Tina. Chort. <laughs> Sydney.
2: Um, I'll say that's a baby name.
0: Max, what say you? That's not a baby name. If you name your kid Chort, you're evil. <laughs> Chort is, a sla- in Slavic mythology, okay. a singular... Chort is sometimes identified as the son of god Chernobog and the goddess Mara. I would love to meet um, a Chort. That
2: would be funny.
0: I would say Max. Um I think Chort needs to be on the short list for your daughter's <laughs> name.
1: Yeah, I'll bring it up to my
0: wife. Let me uh introduce you to Chort Allen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chort That's like Allen. That's a great name for a middle child. Let me know? see
2: Short sure. Allen's card.
0: You have, you know, Lynn, and then Short. and then Max Jr. Yeah.
2: Perfect. The, the whole crew. Um,
1: and Short is kept in the basement. He's, <laughs> he's, allowed, he's allowed up on Christmas
0: and his birthday.
2: Aw. Sweet. All
0: right, we got one. What, what's our scores? Have you I guys been know. keeping track?
2: I got three right. I got three Kay. right.
0: I, I think remember. Sydney's in the lead, I to be I think so. I've gotten a lot wrong. No kidding. I, I think, Max, you got two. Let's say Sydney, three, Max, two. Okay. All right. We got one, two, three, four left. Okay. Next up, Avelyn, spelled A-I-V-L-Y-N. Max. I'm going baby name. It is a Utah name. Nice. Next up, Seneca, spelled S-E-N-E-C-C-A. Tina. Beep. Sydney, I think you just irked it out.
2: Okay. Um I'm gonna say that's a baby name.
0: Seneca's a Roman philosopher. It's also a Utah baby name. Okay. Uh next up Belleth. P spelled B-E-L-E-T-H. P T H. I'm going demon. Max. Beleth is a king of hell who has 85 legions of demons under his command. Wow. He rides a pale horse, and a variety of music is heard before him, according to most authors on demonology. Nice. Okay, next up, Mailey. M A I L I. Tina. Sydney. Uh, Utah, baby name. Correct. Last one. I have a um, cousin-in-law named Mailey. Oh. Okay, I'm not quite <laughs> sure how to... Pronounce this. It's either Boone or Bune, but it's B U N E. Peep, Max. If it's Boone, it's a baby name. Okay. Well, it's spelled B U N E, so you got to make a call.
1: Yeah, I'll go baby name.
0: Boone or Bune is a duke who is able to move the dead, oh, make one man. rich, and answer a variety of questions.
2: Damn! <laughs> Damn!
0: The Livra oh. de Spirits claims Dune or sorry, Bune rules thirty five legions of spirits while other techs only give him thirty legions to command. That was so,
2: hard. Um, still up. That was hard.
0: That actually was really hard. That was a good I game. think we
2: tied though, so
0: No, I think Sydney, I think he edged him out. I think, like, I think he got one more than him. So I don't know. We well we can go back to the I mean honestly a lot Play of that was a yes
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what demon names or Utopia. I seriously
1: thought we were doing uh city names for City reason. names.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd too. be too easy. <laughs> that would be a little easy. Um for... okay. Not for me. Well, <laughs> Thanks everyone for uh listening to the show. Thanks Thank Max you. and Sydney for joining me on this episode. Uh this episode is brought to you by me um and riverside who is going to do an automated edit of it so cool. you know, forgive me if it sounds like shit uh s- thanks to new patrons and current patrons i don't know let me see if there's any new patrons. give me the
1: names of those new patrons i want to thank them personally
2: i'm literally a new patron i'm so sorry like
1: I yes l- sydney thanks to sydney yeah i'm an asshole and... okay. fake fan i've been a patron, <laughs> patron for like couple years now. I've
0: so. been broke for a long time, okay? <laughs> Amy M is a new patron, um, and a lot of people cancel. Amy so M. Amy M.
2: <laughs>
0: so, uh Please
2: subscribe. It's so fun to watch the afterpods so to get all the extra stuff. It's so cool. It's so worth it. It's $6.66 a month. I'll you dump can do all it.
1: All of my secrets in, into mm-hmm. the into the paywall.
0: Yeah. Alright, um yeah, so join us on Patreon. Also share the podcast with a friend, all those things. If you want to call and leave a voicemail call six eight two-253-4468. See ya later, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. Good day, sir. Blip. Blip.
2: Blip. 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 Good day, sir. You look. <laughs>
0: Let us go through the spread we would. We
2: all just muted. Bryce you're muted.
0: Didn't sound good oh fuck not the woods nothing good ever happens in the woods yeah because i muted you
2: oh i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> you muted uh.
1: yourself and we couldn't hear the music so we got confused yeah oh, i'm sorry i
0: muted the music i'm sorry oh i should have done it on my board okay well we gotta redo that now
1: good day sir.
0: Ah, fuck it. See you later, everyone. (laughs) Now you you just see us awkwardly looking at each other. That was my fault. Bye, everyone.